Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Time Talkers. I'm the engine Brock Gordon, your reigning, defending, B-card heavyweight champion of the world. And I'm joined by... The main man, Tommy Haley. What's up, y'all? How are y'all doing today? And... The emo that listens to Screamo, Macy Sheer. The incomparable made man Tommy Haley and the lovely emo that listens to Screamo, Macy Sheer. How are y'all doing today, week? How are you doing this week, y'all? Because I turned into a loony there for a second. Yeah, I did. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, like like I say every week, uh, it could be better. <laughs> it always could be better with you. Hey, you're not the person who literally almost stayed 30 minutes after their shift ended because some old man wanted to walk around the store. And grab random things and be like, yeah, I think I need this. And I think I need this. And hmm, what else do I need? No, I'm just the guy that gets paid extra because he might die at any given moment. Sir, this is a Wendy's. I am very glad I don't work at a Wendy's. Me too. Same. But anyway, this is Big Time Talkers here. Uh, Tommy, go ahead and ask the question that you've been burning to ask me and get my reaction to all day today. Hey, look, Mizzou hired a head coach, a new head coach. Your thoughts? Uh, Dennis Gates from Cleveland State University. He has made it to the tournament, and then he lost in his conference semifinals. Has a great, um, winning record in conference play. Uh, was introduced today. Said that they're gonna cut some nets down and raise some trophies and banners at Mizzou. God, I hope so. That That's where I was like, whoa, 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 big shot. Let's, let's slow down here for well, a second. Here's the thing. It wasn't that long ago that they were host, hoisting trophies and cutting down nets and raising banners at Mizzou. It wasn't that long ago. And what year was that exactly? 2012. The last year in the Big 12. When they won the Big 12 tournament. Okay. And won the Big 12 regular season championship. I don't think those are the nets they're they're talking about, but whatever. I mean, that that does qualify as... Well, that might be. That's a stepping stone for Mizzou. Yeah. The nets that they're talking about cutting down, bless you. Thank you. The nets they were talking about... uh, Championships. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa there, big shot. Let's calm down for a second. Uh, Mizzou fans at this point will take a conference championship win. We just want to be respectable. We don't want to turn on the TV and watch and just be disgusted. Which is what we had with the last coach, so. We just... Do you really think it was like that? Hold on. Do you really think it was that bad? 
sir, did you lose to your con by, to your major rivals by a combined by a average point score of twenty six and a half points? Here's the funny thing: I don't even know who Nebraska's main rival is in the Big Ten anymore. Like Iowa. I think so. I oh maybe Iowa. That would be my guess. I think I think so. Probably it's I don't only, know. It's the only school that borders you. I don't. See, as a Nebraska fan, you don't hear me complaining. You hear me complaining most about the football because basketball, we always know they're absolute. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Nebraska fans, you've always been bad at basketball. Yeah, we've always been bad at basketball. That's why Mizzou we don't have anything hasn't. to out. Mizzou hasn't, and that's the thing. All the, all the stuff we have to complain about is in football. Uh... It looks like Mizzou finally turned the at least got the right hire for the football program. So, do you uh, think this will be the right hire for the basketball program? I don't know. Um, myself and a few other Mizzou fans were holding out for Dana Altman to probably show up, hopefully, because he has ties to the state. But uh, I don't think Oregon was going to let him go. Uh, the other one I would have loved to have had come to Mizzou. Hang on, I have my list here that I tweeted out about who I would have loved to, uh, have come to Mizzou been the, uh, head coach of the Missouri Basketball Tigers, if I can scroll through all of the news about Zach Grinke that I retweeted when it happened, which, oh, trust me, we'll get to... Because that's a big one for the Royals, was that drinking? Anyway, uh, the list was Dana Altman from Oregon, Jeff Linder from Wyoming, Tim Yankovic from SMU, Leon Rice from Boise State, and Grant McCasland from North Texas. And then I had the three most likely hires by Mizzou. Uh, Brian Dutcher, uh, Ben Jacobson, and Bruce Weber. Bruce Weber would have been a very Mizzou hire. But they did not do a very Mizzou hire this time. <coughs> I also would have been uh, perfectly okay with Kim English coming back to Mizzou and coaching his alma mater. But if stuff doesn't work out with Dennis Gates, which I hope it does, uh, Kim English will probably be ready as the basketball coach, and we can bring him in. This was his first year as a head coach. So. The guy you just hired? No, 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 no. Kim English. Oh. No, no. Dennis Grant, or Dennis Gates has been a coach for a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it is now time for the MIP of the week this week. Coffee uh, mushrooms. Tommy, would you like to go first? Yes. All right, Tommy, go first. Um, I would like to say my MIP is Kansas City Chiefs. Say that again? Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs. All right, and why? The sole reason of signing, why the hell did they have to sign Juju Smith? Schuster. Um, Because they needed a wide receiver? I get they needed that. Go find it in the draft. They have like an absolute but There's an abundance of it in the draft this year. Huh. They wanted an actual for sure 
second wide receiver. Yeah, instead you got some stupid, stupid TikTok person. So Who still garners tension on the field and will leave either McCole Hardman, Tyree Kill, or Travis Kelsey open. It doesn't matter. Or himself will be open because you can't double team all three of them. The fact that I had the fact that two two of the most hated people. I mean, I don't. I don't hate Juju Smith-Schuster. It's just that it's like, oh god, here we go with all the stupid fucking TikToks, Jackson Mahomes now. Yeah, well, so. suck it up, Macy. Your candidate. Um. <clears throat> so I don't really. I don't really care for this person at all, but I guess it would have to be the 3,000 people who signed off on getting Kanye removed from Coachella. Like, just let the man sing. Like, that's all he wants to do is sing and make money. Like, I don't know. Like, pretty much everything else has been taken away from this man, but... Okay, then. Uh, my MIP of the week is the New York Yankees. Uh. Because they talked a big game going into the offseason, their fans, everything. This is their year. They're going to get all the free agents. And they have got nobody. They signed Anthony Rizzo. That's it. (laughs) Cool. For a position that you already had. The Royals would love to have Luke Voigt. Oh, please, please. I want that to happen so bad. Yeah. I mean, it would make all the sense. Hell, we'll give them Carlos Santana. I feel like that would be an excellent trade. Carlos and, like, I don't know, some other minor leaguer, maybe Fox. They need some help in the outfield. Maybe Olivares. But, yeah. Uh, the New York Yankees, because their fans deserve to be the most idiotic. Their fans are the most idiotic people every week of the week. You know, every week, every year, all the time. I hate Yankees fans with a burning passion. Um, but yeah, they are my candidate for my P of the week this week. So who gets it? Mm-hmm. It's definitely not me. Tommy? I I don't know. You're pretty dug in on yours, aren't you? I'm very very set in stone with mine. I'm very set in stone with mine. Macy, you're the deciding vote. God damn it. The Yankees or your Chiefs? (laughs) Sorry, Tommy. It's okay. Uh, congratulations, New York Yankees. The only thing you're winning this year is this MIP of the week this week. Watch that come. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Watch Brock say this. I swear, if they win, I'll blame you. You can blame me uh, and all the Red Sox fans that are, you know, pleasuring themselves right now for I getting Trevor's story. They actually, they actually win a World Series this season. I'm going to blame you. Hey, this. Saskatchewan sauce is coming back to McDonald's. The, the what? You mean the Szechuan? Not the Saskatchewan? 
All right. Speaking of baseball, that leads us to our trivia question this week. Oh, God. Uh, Trivia question this week comes to us from baseball, and the question is, which of the following was not a number one ranked positive? Let me try that again. Which of the following was not a number one ranked prospect in baseball? A, Matt Moore. B, David Price. C, Jay Bruce. D, Corey Seager. Or E, Zach Greinke. Go with Zach Greinke. Macy? That's how I was going to pick. I mean, you could have the same answer. Mm, I'll go C. Jay Bruce? Yeah. Well, it's Zach Greinke. Which leads us into, Tommy, the moves the Royals made this week. Yeah, Macy, if you just want to let Brock talk for this segment, this uh, is, we can just you go and ahead. me. No, I will let you talk because you're the one that like was like retweeting it a lot the day it happened. Yeah, uh, the Royals made an outstanding signing this past week in bringing back former ace of the franchise Zach Greinke, where he won his only Cy Young award in 2009. He has come back home. Uh, he said from the start that this was the number one uh, place that he wanted to be. So, I mean, that kind of just inflated my ego about the Royals quite a bit. Um, I was like, this man really said he wanted to come back here? I mean, I'm ecstatic. I was like, oh. Why? <laughs> exactly. Why? What? <laughs> So the trade that led up, or the move that led up to this, was the Royals traded uh, starting pitcher Mike Miner to the Reds for Amir Garrett. Which, if you've not heard the story, Amir Garrett is the pitcher at the Reds game. Me and Tommy went to that tried to get me kicked out of the game. Still not hey, quite over that. Remember, he almost bought the entire Pirates bench, so I kind of have to respect him for that. Yeah, I still have not completely forgiven him for trying to get me kicked out of the game for something I didn't do. So, there's that. Uh, and then I remember specifically texting you and going, well, if they're getting rid of Miner, then there's a big signing for the pitchers that they had. Of course, me and you thought it was Duffy. But no. It's Zach Greinke. That's just, I'm like, is this 2009 all over again? Like, what and the hell? He will be wearing the number 23 once again. So the projected Royals starting lineup for the pitchers is Zach Greinke, Brad Keller, Brady Singer, Jackson Coar, Daniel Lynch, Carlos Hernandez, and Chris Bubich. That's seven pitchers. Two of those guys have to go to the bullpen. Two of those guys have to go to the bullpen. They're doing a seven-man rota? No. I'm saying they have seven starting pitchers on the Major League roster right now. They have to send someone. To, they have to send two of those guys to the bullpen. Oh, yeah. At least two of them have to be in the pen. Uh, I'm definitely saying Bubich is. Oh, yeah. No, that's not even close. Oh, yeah. And then it's really that, just going to be who... That, who? That should have been automatic. Like, yeah, Bubich is going. Yeah. Immediately it was. 
so the only thing it is 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 it going to be Lynch or Kowar that goes to the pen as well? I don't know. It's a good question. Kowar looked pretty good in the start uh, this past week at spring training. He did. He looked really good. He outdueled Shohei Otani. Take that for what you will. Now we'd like to take note that this is spring training, so these games mean absolutely nothing. Exactly, but he looked really good against major league starters. He got Mike Trout swinging on a slider. So, or no, that was Brady Singer who did that against the Angels. Bubik uh, didn't give up a hit or anything against the Diamondbacks. I don't know. I can't watch it because Bali Sports well, decides to be like, they haven't, yeah, listen. They haven't Ooh. been on television for those games. It's only been radio. Oh. I thought they were having certain ones on radio. Or on TV, I mean. Yeah, today's game was. Oh, uh, it was? Yeah, you didn't miss much. Uh, Royals beat the Athletics. Of course I didn't miss much. Uh, and well, I guess throw an eighth guy to the rotation. Something Zap- Zerpa Zappa was the pitcher, and he was pretty damn good. So the Royals just have a plethora of young arms that look really good. Plus, there's still Lisa Lacey in the pipeline for the Royals. So, uh, the future is looking bright as hell for the Royals, especially with who's playing third base right now. If you would like to talk about that right now, I would be ecstatic, too. (laughs) You go ahead and talk about it. I haven't really been paying attention to spring training at all, because it's spring training. All right, so (laughs) I will... Oh, God. What's so funny, Macy? (laughs) Yeah, I'll send it to you. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, God. Ew. What? So, here was the first ever lineup the Royals put out for the spring training games. Are you ready, Tommy? Yeah. Right field, Whit Merrifield. Second base, Nicky Lopez. Salvador Perez, catcher. Andrew Benintendi in left. Carlos Hernandez at DH. Hunter Dozier at first. Alberto Mondesi at shortstop, Bobby Witt Jr. at third, and Michael A. Taylor in center. Alright, what I was laughing at is in the Discord chat. That is the starting lineup for the Royals that they've been putting out. See, I feel like that, that could be the lineup next year. Not this year, but next year. I feel like, well, no, that can't be the lineup next year because Carlos Santana's deal's up after this year. Well, you know what I mean. Well, you put Carlos Santana. I mean, you get the idea. I think they're really pushing for Bobby to be on the Major League roster. Yeah, but, like, they don't want to... I don't want them to rush it because if they he's do, ready. it's going to end. No, he's ready. Yeah. I, mm. He is so ready. You uh, The interviews that they've done with the organiza- members in the organization, he's ready. He, they've said that he's ready. He's hitting home runs that are going and hitting the scoreboard. Yeah, but, like, I get that. That's cool and all, but, like, you know, 
I mean, it's spring. Brock, we have to take this with a grain of salt because it's one, it's spring training. Yes, granted, yes. However, every single game that the Royals have played against so far in spring training have been against major league arms. They haven't gone against somebody who's a minor leaguer. They haven't been playing against nobodies. The pitchers they faced off against have been Montez from Oakland. You took on Shohei Otani from the Angels. Uh, I think it was Madison Bumgarner for the uh, Diamondbacks. Don't hold me to that. And uh, who's the pitcher the Rangers just signed this offseason? It was that guy for the first game. I don't know. But even even when they're not doing their A lineup, it's still Kyle Isbell, Edward Olivares, Nick Prado, Ryan O'Hearn, Emmanuel Riviera, Clay Dungan, Jacoby Jones, who I forgot that they signed, by the way. So here's one person that I should know for sure should be on the Major League roster for the entire season, and that's Edward Olivares. I don't think he will be. Oh, yay, let's go. We should you know well, what? That, no, hang on. Would... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The outfield I read off to you earlier was Ben Intendi, Michael A. Taylor, and Whit Merrifield. Kyle Isbell's gonna be on the major league roster as that rotational outfielder as well. The question then becomes, because we know that O'Hearn's going to be on the Major League roster. Obviously, they can't send him down to AAA. We know Santana's going to be on the roster. (laughs) The question just becomes, O'Hearn and Riviera, or Oscar Oscar Olivares, are going to be the last ones rotating in there. Yeah. Well, well, we had this. We had this saga last year. We had this saga last year with Edward Olivares. Um, hey, Brock, can we like? Can we like wait to? Can we like stop recording for a second? I have to go. Yeah. And we're back after that uh, brief interruption there. Um, yeah, I feel really good about the Royals. They have a lot of young players that are ready, I feel like. Um, you were saying something about Edward Olivares. So, you know that highway you take to get to, like, Omaha and all that? Like, I-29 to get up to Omaha and all that? Yeah, it just needs yes. to be named the Memorial Highway. Yeah, Edward Olivares Memorial Highway. Because, like, that man uses that highway like it's no no one's other. So, for those of you who are confused, the Kansas City Royals AAA affiliate is the Omaha Storm Chasers. And the person we were talking about is Edward Olivares, who did, when he was up on the Major League roster, did somewhat decent. But then, like, once, like, one one week he's on the main roster, and then two weeks later, yeah, he's back up in Omaha. Yeah, it's... <laughs> and, and, it was, and guess what? It wasn't, like, a thing that happened in spurts. It was a regular occurrence. Yep. And he's good too, and that's the, and that's what made me so mad last year with the Royals. Is that it's like, are you going to keep Olivares on the main roster, or are you just going to keep him in AAA? Make up your damn mind. And for the love of God, they could not. Well, and part and of their couldn't. issue, part of their issue is the outfield is so rich in talent. 
Like people, they've always had that problem. And now we have that problem with the infield and catcher. Jesus, the catchers for the Royals now. Salvador Perez, Cam Gallagher, Emmanuel Riviero, and AJ Melendez. It's like, good God, it's amazing. But like, here's the thing. It's the Royals. I don't want to get my hopes up. I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for pain. Am, am I ready for pain again? Kind of, but also baseball no. game. What was that, Macy? I sound right. Get fucked up at baseball game. Sorry, f bomb. I right now am getting ready to look to see when the first Royals home game on a Tuesday is. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Guess what? Guess what? 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 Chicken butt. Connor's gonna. No. Connor's gonna what? Connor's gonna take me to a Chiefs game. Oh, fun! Have fun with that. Go buy some Kevlar. What? That was their a bad first joke. game. Is, their first game is Tuesday, April the nineteenth, against the Twins. That's a home we game. By the way, we are going. <laughs> we are going. It's a Tuesday. The day before four twenty. 4.20 p.m.? No, 4.20, like the date. Oh. Hey. We're going no. April 19th. Oh. So, uh... Ooh, I don't remember. That might be when I start my... I'll have to look again. That game's on... it. That That's a 7.10 game, by the way. So. Yeah, I know. Hang on, I gotta check something real quick. 7.10 game, so what time does it start? 7.10. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Me, 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 me. Their next Tuesday. Oh, Brock. Yeah. Their next game they play on like a Tuesday. I see what it is. Hell yes. Home Uh, against the Cardinals. Uh. Oh, hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you. So, you know how I, like, you know how, like, I bought that Rob Manfred cloud nose tea? Yeah. It came in, like, uh, oh, last no. week. I forgot to tell you that. Damn, the Royals play a lot of road games to start the year. Yeah, no. They play an ungodly amount of road games to what start the season. What the hell? Jesus Christ! Dude, they play so... It goes on! Why? Why do they have so many? Jesus! What is that? That is a... Oh, they, play the Angels. they play the Angels on my birthday. I want to go to that game. Oh, I have not even gone that far. Uh, they play They play the, they play the Angels that day on, on my birthday. birthday. I want to go to that game. Is that a Tuesday or a... a... Monday. My birthday's on a Monday this year. Okay, well, we might be able to do that. Uh, they are... Oh, that's a Friday. I probably won't be able to go to that game. The 26th is a Tuesday, if you want to go to that game. Of August? Of July. Oh. Stop. I was born in August. Eating the bed. I was talking about me, my birthday genius. Well, I was talking about mine as well. Of course you were. Well, you said that they were playing at home for yours. They're also playing at home for mine, but I don't know my work schedule yet. Full time. But I'm probably going to be working that. Because... Of course I am, so I won't be able to go. Man, they go to New York late in the season. 
Yeah, they do. Where do they, where do they do the end of the year? They're on the road to end the year! Of course they are. Yeah, they're... Why do they have so many road games to end the year? What is this? Their last home game is against the Mariners on the 25th of September. But they play in October. Hey! Confirm the Royals will be playing in October. Yeah, the regular season of October, not the postseason. Well, we're they gonna might get there. They may be doing that too. Uh, but that wraps it up. We're not going to talk other MLB because, quite frankly, we only care about the Royals. Honestly, literally nothing else has happened at all. Uh, Trevor Story to the Red Sox. Oh yeah, no, Trevor Story getting an absolute boatload of money at the Red Sox. I was about to say, bud. Uh, Chris Bryant literally robbing the Rockies of like a hundred and something, a hundred and thirty something million dollars. Three, two. All right, welcome back after that, folks. Sorry about that. <clears throat> the older dog decided to poop all over the floor, and I am the only one home. So it's okay. So, like, my mom has these two, like, little old dogs upstairs, and, like, they literally just got done with eating, and literally Zane, the boy dog, literally just decided to, like, start peeing right after he got done eating. Speaking of taking a dump, uh, the March Madness bracket, or the basketball gods decided to do that to Tommy and Macy's Sweet 16 picks. No, no, it just, just here, so, so... If Discord can pick this up, here's my bracket right now. <laughs> I hear nothing. Nothing. Oh, nothing? I'm ripping my bracket up right now. Oh. Because of how absolutely screwed it is. It's like, it's so, it's so, I'm so done with it. Uh, I knew mine was going to be screwed from the moment Dude, I started picking mine. Mine went out in, 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 like, a blaze of glory Saturday and Sunday. I don't know if I'd call it glory. Oh, mine just straight jumped off a cliff, and it's like, yeah, no, mm-mm, no, nah, I don't think so. It said, yeet! Please never say that again. <laughs> That's exactly what it did. It just, <laughs> it just straight got yeeted off a cliff. Do I sound, like, really white when I say yeet? Yes. Yes. Damn. How is that a question? Is that rhetorical? So. No, I didn't read uh, Instead of telling you who won what games, I'm just going to say uh, everyone's picks for the Sweet 16. And then we're going to reveal what who actually is ah. in the Sweet 16. So, starting with Mr. Tommy Haley. God. In the West, he had Gonzaga, New Mexico State, Texas Tech, and Davidson. In the East, he had Baylor, Indiana, Purdue, and Murray State. In the South, he had Arizona, Illinois, Tennessee, and Loyola. In the Midwest, he had San Diego State, Providence, Wisconsin, and Auburn. Say nothing yet. Miss Macy Shear had, in the West, Boise State, Vermont, Texas Tech, and Michigan State. In the East, she had Baylor, Akron, Purdue, and Murray State. In the Sweet 16, she had Houston, Arizona, Tennessee, and Nova. 
in the Midwest, she had Kansas, Kansas, South Dakota State, LSU, and Auburn. Those are some picks. God, we were, God. My picks. Can I say one thing, though? Hmm. Actually, you know what? Reveal your Sweet 16, and I'll say it after. Mine was Gonzaga, UConn, Texas Tech, Davidson in the West. UNC, UCLA, Purdue, and Murray State in the East. Arizona, Houston, Tennessee, and Nova. KU, Providence, Wisconsin, and USC in the Midwest. The actual Sweet 16s. Gonzaga, Arkansas, Texas Tech, Duke in the West. UNC, UCLA, Purdue, and St. Peter's in the East. Arizona and Houston. Michigan and Villanova in the South. Kansas, Providence, Iowa State, Miami in the Midwest. How about, about saying, can, can, okay, can I say one thing? Hmm. How the hell is North Carolina an eight seed? They didn't have any impressive wins. But they have been playing so good right now. Yeah, but they didn't have any impressive wins. I know. Like, I should have known the warning signs about how my bracket was going to do on the we- this past weekend when UN's, uh, North Carolina won a fantastic beat Baylor in a fantastic round of three. In a fantastic game. Dude, I'm not even gonna lie. That game was so good. That game was fantastic. Uh, Tommy's national champions have been eliminated. I'm Michigan of all people. I'm Michigan. Uh, his runner-up is still alive. Macy's Macy's national champion is still alive in Kansas. Her runner-up has been eliminated. Murray State. My national championship is still alive and well. It's Purdue and Providence. In fact, my final four is still alive and well. Gonzaga, Purdue, Arizona, and Providence. Hey, just be careful this weekend. St. Peter's looks really good. And I mean, they look really good. Clock strikes midnight. You're going up against the Boilermakers. I don't know, man. They just, dude, they just like, mm. Clock strikes the way midnight. They, the way they looked against Murray State was like, man, they, they can really do it. Clock strikes midnight. You got to go up against Purdue. Boilermakers are going to run over them. But, uh, yeah, uh, Duke is still alive. Damn it. Texas Tech needs to take out Duke, right? Please, please. For the love of God, do it. My ear. For the love of God. Do please. it. Eliminate Coach K. <sighs> please, please. I'm just look. I don't pray a lot, but I pray that Texas Tech beats Duke. I am too. I am that. I am that. 
I am that desperate for Texas Tech to beat Duke so bad and ruin this for Coach K. I want this to be absolutely horrible for Coach K. And be like, well, too too bad for Coach K. I don't give a shit. (sighs) I just have nothing. Other than that, though, Kansas-Providence, that's going to be a fantastic game, by the way. Yes, it is. Uh, Kansas struggled against Creighton and Providence beat Creighton. So I'm, I'm optimistic about that pick for me. Although, although, although another intriguing matchup should be Villanova, Michigan. That's going to be an intriguing one too. How are you stepping right over UNC, UCLA and Gonzaga, Arkansas and also Arizona, Houston. All the sweet 16 matchups look absolutely fantastic. Yeah, there's the bottom one in the East that doesn't look great. But Wait, we'll l- listen, listen, listen. So. <laughs> what am I listening for? I hear nothing. It, it's going to be a good weekend. Plus, they actually had the Sweet 16 locations in the actual, like, Regions? parts of the effectively in. Yeah, because when I think the Midwest, I think Chicago. When I think of the South, I think San Antonio. If I mean, it's I mean the Sweet Sixteen. Hell, the national championship was in Houston in twenty sixteen. God, that game was so good. Hey, Tommy, where's the national championship this year? Uh, New Orleans. Mm. New Orleans. You want to talk about New Orleans for a second? Let the people know about New Orleans. Oh, are we transitioning to football now? No, just. Talk about the city of New Orleans. Um, just don't dig six feet because if you do, you'll hit water. So that's all you have. I mean, I mean, there's very great, great seafood, <laughs> beignets, the French market. Don't know why I just did a Boston accent there. I was there. about to say, damn, Kevin <laughs> Sullivan out of nowhere. French Market, you know, uh, Bourbon Street, Cafe, like, all that kind of stuff. I'm just uh, waiting tor- for you slowly to morph into uh, Coach O when talking about Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Why do I do a better Coach O than you? I don't know, because I don't do that. Because you don't have a deep voice? No. Because you don't put on this fake voice for the podcast? Because I, I, I can do the crime time thing real well. It's like, oh. Jack Gasper, JTG in crime time. Yo, 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 yo. Papa Foley. Yo, 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 yo. Papa Foley and check your rollie. It's crime time. That is so such good. a deep cut that unless you listen to Wayne, you won't understand that. <laughs> Good, so good. Uh, and we'll get to what's happening with Wayne later on today. Oh, yeah, and what's happening with CSP? <laughs> uh, let's talk about football though, because some things happened. Football, because no matter what season it is, it's always NFL. Always, 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 always. So, Brock, you know how, like, you know, so let's start with. This man named Deshaun Watson. Yeah, let's start with this man named Deshaun Watson. 
So this fellow was like, so this fellow <laughs> had, team, had no trade clause, and he could decide to play wherever he wanted. And the teams that he, like, as the weeks were going down, decided to target three teams, actually just two teams from the NFC South, in my New Orleans Saints and our rivals, the Atlanta Falcons. He thought about playing for Carolina, and then he realized he was going to play for Carolina. <laughs> and realized what that means. <laughs> and he realized it was Carolina. And that he would have to play in Carolina again. Exactly. Again. So, he dwindled it down to two cities. The city of New Orleans and the city of Atlanta. Tommy, go, pretty, go ahead. Give your sales pitch for what you would have told Deshaun Watson to come play for the Saints. Well, I mean, the Houston had a pretty steep price. At least three or four first-round picks, a couple of players, yeah, and more. Give, give your pitch. What would you have told Deshaun Watson to come to New Orleans? I don't know. We'll give you at least a multi-year contract with a lot of guaranteed money. And then we'll give... I don't, I don't really know. Damn, That's you prob- suck at this. Well, I, does it look like I'm an NFL general manager? I'm Here, not gonna, I could do yeah. a better job already right now selling the Saints than you could. And I'm not even a Saints fan. Well, let's see. I can hey, give Deshaun. Hey, Deshaun. Per- we know that... You really want to win, and that's not exactly a situation right now that's possible for the Texans. You know, we almost went to the playoffs this past year. Had we had a quarterback of your caliber, we could have been a Super Bowl contender as well as making the playoffs. We have all the pieces that we need right here. We have an amazing defense, and our offense is up and coming with a lot of young players. We also have this wide receiver named Michael Thomas. He's fantastic. You can throw to him, and you'll just have an amazing time. Plus, we have an amazing running back in the backfield named Alvin Kamara. We also have this great utility player that's a Swiss Army knife named Taysom Hill that can play any position on the field, including fullback or tight end that could catch it for you. You know, if you're looking to win and not go that far away from Houston, New Orleans is the perfect place for you to come. Boom! Already way our, better. Our longest-tenured head coach in Saints history retired, but, like, hey, that's fine. I want yeah. cake. Okay, that's random, Macy. Thank you. That's so um, you're welcome. I have. Um, so again, so we're so as I said, it was down to the Saints and the Falcons. It was like a couple of months ago. Sean Watson said, "I'm not going to play for the Browns." Well, <laughs> so about that. Turns uh, out, Browns now. Yeah, so he is playing for the uh, Cleveland Browns now. After it said that Baker has wanted out, uh, and all that. I have no idea where he's going to go now. Yeah, I don't know where he's going to go, but he's now a Cleveland Brown. I'm about ready to pull up the uh, um terms of this trade, but yeah, Deshaun Watson decided to do a complete 180 and was like, "Yeah, I'm going to play for Cleveland. Why not?" I mean, more power to him. Um, His decision, he had a no-trade clause. He he waived it. I don't think that that was the right move to go to, but whatever. It was, so this this whole debacle was just who had the most, who was offering the most. And it turns out Cleveland was offering the most. 
So before everyone says, oh, is Baker part of that deal? No, absolutely not. Here's what the Texans get. Three first-round picks, like the Texans said they would give up one for Deshaun Watson. They also have one third-round pick in 2023 and two fourth-round picks, one this year and one in 2024. And then the Browns get Deshaun Watson and a 2024 sixth-round pick. Uh, mind you, they also traded. The Browns also traded for Amari Cooper from Dallas. I don't remember what they gave up from. Uh, it was Amari Cooper. something massive, but it was still yeah. something of significance. But here's another thing too. He also signed a new contract. Yes, yes, he did. He signed a very, very lucrative deal. I mean, very lucrative. I'm looking. I'm trying to find it right now. Ah, yes. So, Deshaun Watson signed a five-year, $230 million deal. That is fully guaranteed. Out of my ear. Let's say that again. He signed a five-year, $230 million deal. That is completely guaranteed. What does that average out to a year? I don't really know. Do the math. Right a lot. Now. <laughs> a lot of money. A lot of money. Do the math. I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you the math. It's a lot of money. 250. 250? It's, it's 230, sorry. I don't know. That's a lot. I, I'll give you the quick math without math. It's a lot of money a year. A lot of it. It was $80 million more than what he had with. Huge, or it says that this is what Ian Rappaport said. Deshaun Watson gets a fully guaranteed five or $230 million contract. That is eighty million more than the previous record for fully guaranteed money at any siding, which was one hundred and fifty million dollars. This deal was Jesus, good God! If I'm his agent, I retire. <laughs> you think? Oh, I retire. You mean to tell me I just swindled the Browns out of two hundred thirty million dollars, guaranteed? By the way, if I don't, if I do say so. What like I guess I, I mean it this this whole situation with Sean Watson, bar with I'm not going to talk about all the legal stuff because I don't all that stuff. Apparently, all the teams did their due diligence and was monitoring all that stuff and all that. It was just who had the most firepower, and it looked who had the most who was willing to give up the most, and it turns out Cleveland was. Yeah, somehow. It's just that, so now the question with Cleveland is, is what do you do with Baker? I think there's a team down in uh, New Orleans that needs a quarterback. Uh, sure about that? <laughs> that was the segue, dude. Because, uh, I don't, I don't want Baker. I want crab legs. No oh boy, did we get our crab legs. You're going to be eating a lot of wins for a while. <laughs> We're going to be eating some W's. 
And probably a few L's. Mostly, mostly that. I'm ready for pain in the playoffs. I'm ready for it. Uh, that's cute. You think you're going to make it to the playoffs. That's, that's, that's the thing, though. It's like, you can't, you can't be heartbroken in the playoffs if you don't make the playoffs, which was fine this year, or last season, I guess. So, James Winston signed a two-year deal. It, it's worth, oh, hell, where is it? It is worth money. God, worth the debt. It is worth money. He did it's not like, get it paying crap year, legs. It's like a two-year, $28 million deal. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah, exactly. I was like, are you kidding me? I thought you didn't have cap space. Yeah, so here's the thing. They somehow cleared about $100 million in cap space. I don't know how they did that, but... Releasing a lot of people. Yes, and restructuring a lot of contracts, too. So here's a question for you, Tommy, now that you have your quarterback. Who do you want the Saints to take in the draft? Uh, ooh, I don't know. Well, so what, I mean... Oh, let, me, let me rephrase. What position do you want well, the Saints to take? What Mike, well, it just depends on what happens with Michael Thomas this season. Okay, gun to your head. You have to make the pick right now. What position do you want? A gun, to your, a gun to my head? Probably yes. offensive lineman to protect Jameis Winston. I don't want another injury like that again. Wow, what an original pick by the Saints. It's not like they've done that for the last 15 draft picks. Yeah, I know, exactly. It's not like they've done that the past five years they've done this yeah. in the draft. And the one time they didn't do that was a corner who, yeah, that worked out. <laughs> and a wide receiver, and yeah, that also worked out. Yeah. but uh, That's the thing. But if I were to also pick, I would do something around the perimeter and be like, yeah, maybe another wide receiver would be nice. This is a deep wide receiver class. It's a very deep one. So you're not, you know, picking for scraps. You're going to find something late. Probably. You're going to have something available late. Or in the first round. I mean, they're like what? Middle of the pack? They have a middle of the pack pick? Yeah. So, I mean, they could, I mean. Like 13 or something like that? I don't know. I would settle for an offensive lineman, but high aspirations would want me, uh, the toxicity, the toxic trade to me wants a wide receiver, but the person that would settle would get an offensive lineman. <laughs> well, your team wasn't the only one that made a move for quarterback this week. Yeah, Brock, go, I'll let you talk. Go ahead. So. The Atlanta Falcons were rumored to be part of the uh, Deshaun Watkins sweepstakes. Deshaun uh, Watson. Deshaun Watson, sorry. Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Uh, they just fell short of the Browns, apparently. Uh, that kind of just left their quarterback going, Hey, you just tried to get rid of me. What the hell? So... <laughs> A knight in shining armor came to the aid of the Falcons in this predicament that they were in, and his name is Chris Ballard, the greatest general manager in the NFL right now. He came in and said, Hey, we noticed that you're struggling right there with your quarterback there. We have plenty of cap space and need a quarterback. We'll take him to Indianapolis with us. 
and we'll give you a third round pick. I like to. I'd like to make an argument that Mickey Loomis is up there with you because he just somehow cleared a hundred million dollars of cap space like it was nothing. There's also Brett Veach who's been able to just navigate the cap the entire time. I don't know. Yeah, that too. I don't know how that cap. That's going to be a cap nightmare whenever it, that happens. By the way, Chris Ballard has been in the playoffs with having constantly one of the lower caps or one of the lower cap hits in the league. I'm not complaining. I mean, that's, I mean, hell, you're just. So you remember the scene in Iron Man with uh, what's his face? He's like Tony Stark built this in a cave. Yeah, with a box of scraps. Colts have been in the playoffs with a box of scraps, and almost went to the playoffs last year with a garbage can taking the ball every play. No, you had a steamroller carrying the ball and be like, "Let's go, guys!" Well, that too. But we also had a trash can handing the ball off to him every day. And it was a week ago on this podcast, I said, I would love Jimmy Garoppolo. I'd settle for him. The Colts were like, Garoppolo, you don't want Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> and the Colts said, no, Brock, you don't want Jimmy Garoppolo. You want Matty Ice. And that's what they did. Matt Ryan is now an Indianapolis Colt. Granted, the Colts have now had a new quarterback every year on opening day since 2015. Uh, not great. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, you have a revolving carousel. I'm like, I mean, like, yeah, th- I mean, like, yeah, you get the quarterback, but like, this is your what? To be fair, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, the years that. Andrew Luck was starter and then not starter and then starter again. He was hurt for the first few games of that season. He then started the rest of the year. So, he just couldn't play the first game of the year. And then it was Jacoby Brissett. And then it was Phillip Rivers. And this past year was Carson Wentz. Now it's Matt Ryan. And he's got two years left on his deal. Hopefully. Praying to the football gods. He will be the quarterback next year for the Colts. And also, praying to the football gods, uh, this Colts team gets makes some noise in January. Can you do me a favor, though, with the quarterback thing? Don't turn into the Browns, please, with the quarterback carousel. Well, here's the thing. With the Colts doing it, it's not oh, like the Colts please, have been bad. Oh, just please. That's all I'm asking for. Just please don't turn into, like, the Browns. I know. Quarterback. But at the oh. same time, it's not like the Colts have been bad during that stretch. They've that's, been either... Above five hundred, at five hundred, or one game below five hundred. Right, but still, though, it's a, it's just an app comparison to where the the Browns have had a starting a different starting quarterback every season for the past I don't know how many years. Yeah, but the Browns and, would go through like three or four a year. The Colts go through like one. Right, but they haven't maybe but, right. two if someone gets hurt. But more right, often but, than not, it's one. So, I'm hoping that things work out. I really hope things work out with Matt Ryan. He was introduced today to the uh, <laughs> Indianapolis media, which, I mean, Indianapolis is a small town. Media's like five newspapers, three radio stations, and a few television networks. So, not like you guys gave up. Like It's not like you guys mortgaged the house to get no, Matt Ryan. You don't give up a third round pick for it. And which, you're not even going to pick contract too 
So that's a plus. Yeah, we're not picking up all of his contract. You're getting like what you're you have to pay what seven and a half million dollars of it. Well, that was his bonus that he was owed today for being on a roster. <laughs> that's not so, including his salary. So, do you have to just pay that, and Atlanta will do the rest, or do you have? I'm to pay, not like, sure. It has not been fully fleshed out upon that. I don't understand how stuff like that works. The con the in the the. Cap space doesn't exist. Cap space does not exist. Yes, but I mean, I think the Rams kind of set that train. It's like, what's a cap space? What are draft picks? Yeah, I don't know. So. Uh, yeah, and then the Falcons signed Marcus Mariota. So, and that's because their head coach was his offensive coordinator. So, I I don't know. I think the Falcons are punning this entire season. That's exactly what they did. They had they literally had the lead with Deshaun Watson, and then twenty three happened again, and he decided to go for Cleveland. In the end, it works out for me, so I'm not too mad. Same, because we, we, if we couldn't get Deshaun Watson, the next target was to try and re-sign Jameis, and that happened, so I'm fine with that as well. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, that is the update on the NFL and all the, uh, well, <laughs> actually, we're going to bring in this Macy Shear here for a second. As, oh, we have some breaking news. Coming out of the NBA, uh, the Phoenix Suns are Pacific Division champions. So not only are the first NBA team to clinch their division, they are now also uh, the first ones to win their uh, division. So, And the Miami Heat have also clinched their playoff spot as well. And they are the only two that have playoff spots claimed right now. So there you go. That's your breaking news. Brock, something happened the other day. Do you want to, you know, do us a little rundown on the NHL trade deadline? Oh, I thought we were going to bring in Miss Macy Shear over here and talk about her team. Bring in Macy, then you can talk about the trade deadline. Hey, Macy. What's up? Your team made, you did a thing. Talk to me about some... Your Chiefs did a thing. Yeah. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have brought in Juju Smith-Schuster, former wide receiver of the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers, and Tommy already hates the move. Go figure. Uh, Macy, well, I'd like to I, get your thoughts. Under, I'd like to get your thoughts I as under. to the move. Okay, so, like, I understand why Tommy hates it. Like, I totally get it. Completely understand. But I think it's it's a pretty good move. I feel like it's just going to make our team a little bit stronger. Hopefully, you know, we can make some good moves happen here, especially with getting him. Um, But, you know, like, I'm not going to, so, like, I'm not trying to, like, jinx anything or whatnot. 
But, like, if we don't, like, play super well this year, I'm not going to be, like, offended or anything. Because, like, honestly, three years, like, back-to-back, you know, going as far as we did, you know. like Four years. Oh, four years. Sorry. Four years, like, going, like, just back-to-back-to-back. Like, it's just really nice to see that, like, our team can, like, thrive. You know, and I won't be upset if we don't, like, completely, like, destroy it this year. But I'm very happy with uh, Juju being on our team. I think he's going to be a great asset to our team. Tell me your thoughts on her comments right there. Huh? You say something? I said, Tommy, your thoughts on her comments right there. No room. I couldn't hear it. Oh. All right. Well, never mind then. I mean, it, it it's fine. Like, we can differ on it. I mean, you know, we have both of our different opinions and whatnot, you know? Yeah. I almost feel bad for Pat. He has to deal with two idiots now. Well, sorry, three. All right, Tommy, you were saying something before I brought in Macy, I do believe. He's talking uh, about NHL. We had the trade deadline happen, what was it, Monday? Uh, Yesterday, yeah, Monday. Oh, boy, and were there a ton of moves. Um, So there are a lot of moves that have happened <clears throat> in this NHL season so far, dating back to October 10th, which, by the way, uh, the season had just begun at that point. But always this final week in March is a a stressful one, let's call it, as trade talks ramp up and everybody's, you know, trying to get that final piece to make a playoff run. And, uh, well, let's just start with the contenders, truly, and that's all that it is. So we will start with none other on the 16th of March... Yes, that's right. We're going back a week. Florida Panthers got Ben Chirot from the... Uh, my bad, Ben Chirot from the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, they traded a minor leaguer, a first-round pick, and a fourth-round pick to get him. Callie Yarncroke was sent from the Kraken to the Flames, the former Nashville Predator, for one, two, three picks. Brandon Hagel was sent to the Lightning... Along going with him was also a fourth, well, two fourth round picks. And in return, the Blackhawks get, uh, well, a pretty good haul. Boris Katarok, Taylor Radish, 2023 first round pick, and the 2024 first round pick. Nicholas Delars was then sent to Minnesota for a third round pick from the Ducks. Ducks weren't done yet. Hampus Lindholm, Cody Curran were also sent. This time to Boston. I know that's Tommy's favorite team in the league, isn't it, Tommy? Your cousin from Boston. Isn't it? Isn't that your favorite team? Oh, it's not. (laughs) Uh, The Ducks in return for those two players got a first-round pick, a second-round, or two second-round picks, along with John Moore and Uro Vananen. Uh, Claude Garreau is actually on the move, which was a surprise to everyone. The longtime Philadelphia Flyer captain 
along with Connor Burnaman and Germain Gustrov. And the 2025 fifth-round pick was sent to Florida for Owen Trippett. And the 2024 first-round pick, along with another pick as well. So, so far, some pretty big moves that had happened. Uh, Robert Haig then got sent from Buffalo to Florida. The Senators made a weird move where they got Travis Harmonic for a third-round pick. Uh, a lot of other lower-tier teams trading some picks. Then the probably one of the stranger moves that had happened was the Vancouver Canucks and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Defenseman Travis Dermott was then traded to the Canucks from the Maple Leafs. Tommy, the Maple Leafs are in playoff position, are they not? I believe so. Well, people were confused about that until this trade got finalized with the Seattle Kraken and the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs got defenseman Mark Giordano, the legendary defenseman from the Calgary Flames, who was picked up in the expansion draft by the Kraken, and Colin Blackwell were heading to the Leafs for a sec for two second round picks and a third. Some more pretty just small ones. Big one for our Predators, uh Jeremy Lunzen was sent to Nashville from from Seattle for a second round pick. So that's a big pickup there for or a good pickup there I should say for the Predators. Uh Scott Hedgewood moved, Mason Appleton moved. Uh and that was the final picks until Monday or uh, Sunday, and then Monday. Mo- well, no, no, I haven't gotten to Monday yet. <laughs> this is the or no, this is yeah Monday, and then Monday all hell broke loose. Like I said, Mason Appleton was sent, Nathan Barlow was sent, Brandon Little, Nathan Smith. Marcus Johansson, Daniel Sprong was on the move. One of the biggest moves was Marc-Andre Fleury getting traded from the Blackhawks to the Wild. It is very rare you see in-division moves, unless it was like this. And uh, I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a conditional draft pick for 2022. Uh, Jacob Middleton and Kapan Kakarov got moved. Another pickup for the Predators, Alec Bigia, or Alex Bigia, got was uh, brought in from the Maple Leafs for future considerations. Uh, Braden Burke was brought in for the Predators from L.A. and the Kings got Frederick Allard. Not really much of a major move, but it's still noteworthy because it's the Predators. Justin Braun was brought in for the Rangers from Philadelphia. Brent Kulak got brought in for the Oilers, uh, and the Canadians got very well, or very much for the better off from that trade. Boston made some small moves. Avalanche got Arturian Lechnog for uh, Justin Barron. Uh, the Blues got Nick Letty and Duke Winitsky for Oscar Sundquist and Jake Wallman, which is an interesting one. Johan Larson is now a capital. Andrew Caligio is now part of the Avalanche, just adding more of that stacked lineup the Avalanche have there in Denver. Zach Sanford's on the move. He's now a member of the Jets. Anthony Benito is now a Shark. Uh, Nick 
Merkley is now a ranger. The Hamburglar was on the move. He's now a devil. That's a small one. Uh, beyond that, it was pretty much all the big moves, really. Riley Nash is now a lightning. Remember the lightning? And that was pretty much it. Everything else was uh, smaller. Victor Rask is now on the Kraken. And then we got to the biggest one of, well, the one that involved the most teams. Max Domi and Tyler Inamato are now Hurricanes. The Blue Jackets got Aiden Hershuk. And the Panthers got Igor Koreshtov and a six-round pick. Huh? Yeah. What? Yes. That's it? Sixth. Huh. Wow, okay. So, all of that happened in the span of one day and a week. That's, wow. That's, okay. There is no other week, like, NHL trade deadline week. Because, you know, NFL, not Where? a lot of trades happen. NBA, you get a few. MLB, there are some moves. NHL, everyone loses their minds. <laughs> It's the, it's the NBA offseason where everyone loses their minds, and then, you know, the NFL is just basically year-round, so, like, everyone loses their minds on that. So, yeah, yeah. The, it's, it's insane. And, yeah, that's the NBA, that's the NHL's, um... Off-season, or trade deadline. And with that, we oh. now move to the final step of this week. Every week. It's now time. Oh, wait. Oh, you have more? Uh, you said it was, like, this is, the, like, the final push to the playoffs? Yes. Remember, we have one rule. Don't, Don't. get eliminated. Uh, oh. I can... Do the updated NHL standings if you want. Nah, we're fine. Because they've moved a a bit, but... It's pretty much just a lot of teams have solidified where they're going to be now. It's just polling position now, basically. Yeah. Uh, I will check to see if anyone's been eliminated yet. Uh, No one has officially been eliminated yet. However, the most interesting race right now is not between... uh, NHL teams for playoff spots, although that one's still pretty good. It's who's going to get the first overall pick. Ah, yes. Tank Bowl, the best kind of bowl. So, as it currently sits, three teams have the exact same point total in the NHL. Oh, that's not... (laughs) The NHL does a draft lottery system. If all three teams have the exact same points, we are going to have the most interesting draft ever. Uh, do you, would either one of you care to take a guess as to who those three are? Uh, for what? What again? The three, the three worst NHL teams right now. Oh. Honestly, I couldn't even name three of the NHL teams. Well, I mean, one's obviously, I'm gonna give a lay, um, I mean, the Coyote, Arizona. Yes, that is one of the worst teams. Uh, Seattle, I mean, they just started this year. That so. is correct. Seattle is also there. Who is the last Who one? 
13. Oh, it's Montreal. The former runners-up of the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Montreal Canadiens. You want to talk about a fall from grace? Look at the Canadians. They were, they literally were like a game or two away from winning the Cup, and then now they're basically tied for dead last. They are tied for dead last. Sorry, they are tied. Sorry. You want to talk about a fall? That's just a fall from grace. By the way, there is also a tie for fifth. Between the Flyers and the Devils, both have 51 points. Uh, the Senators comfortably, comfortably have the uh, fourth worst record currently. I don't know if that's something to be proud of. Just just move the team. Come here. Come to Kansas City, please. I don't want the Senators. Huh? I don't want the Senators. You're talking about the Coyotes. Sorry. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, them too. Move them here. Bring the devils back. I'd be fine with being called the Kansas City Devils. That sounds awesome. Kansas City Coyotes just rolls off the tongue really well, though. It does. Kansas City Kraken doesn't roll off the tongue? No. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that they're called the Seattle Kraken, either. We are in the Midwest. Like, they're like... We have no bodies of water near us for us to be like, oh, we uh, the Missouri River. We don't have a we don't have a we don't have the Pacific Ocean right next to us. Yeah, the specific like, ocean wise, like yeah, we don't have the Pacific Ocean right next to us. That's so. just because y'all don't believe in magic. I don't know. The largest body of water I think we have is obviously the Missouri River and then the Ozarks. Yeah. Uh, the best teams in the NHL right now are the Avalanche, Panthers, and Hurricanes. All of them are above 90. Uh, it really does look like the Hurricanes are probably going to win the President's Trophy again. And then do absolutely nothing with it. Well, they probably not because as it currently sits, they'd have to play either... Vegas or Dallas? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's really going to depend because Vegas has played four more games than Dallas has. Ooh. Dallas had a big COVID scare. <laughs> so, That's really? They've played the least amount of games that it. Well, they're tied with the Islanders for least amount of games played this year. The Islanders also had a lot of COVID. Somehow the Islanders are still alive in the playoff race. They're only 17 points back of a playoff spot currently. Which they would have to get really hot for. But yeah, there's your uh, NHL update. Anything else y'all want to talk about before we get to picks? Uh, no. Miss Macy? Uh, Anything you want to talk about before we get to picks? Uh, no. Nope. All right. So it is now time for picks this week. Um, results from last week's picks. Uh, me and Macy tied. We had six picks correct. Tommy, what the hell hey, are you doing? Yeah. Dude, I look, man. I look. I I. But I, before before you explain. 
Tommy had two picks correct. Dude, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Dude, I could solve the global warming cross cross the global warming crisis with how cold I am right now on pit. Very, very true. Dude, I am like, dude, I am ice, ice cold, bro. Well, you have nine games here to uh, possibly break that cold streak that you're on. Great, can't wait to only get one of those correct. <laughs> Well, we're going to start with the NHL like we always do, because just like Tommy, it's ice cold there. First game on the docket, the Nashville Predators traveled to the city of Neon Lights in Sin City, Vegas, to take on the Golden Knights in a very important battle for uh, playoff positioning in the Western Conference. Who do y'all got? As the Predators. Oh. All right. Uh, Everyone has the Predators. The Predators. Cool. Everyone has Nashville. All right. Next game, a paddle of two teams with the exact same point total. Pittsburgh and the New York Rangers. Penguins travel to Madison Square Garden. Square Garden. Who are the teams again? The Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Rangers. Uh, Give me the Penguins. Macy's going with the Penguins. Tammy? <laughs> Tammy? I'll take the Rangers. Alright, me and Macy have the same pick then. We are both taking the Penguins. Next up, two teams we have not picked a game for so far. Uh, one of them has come out of nowhere to be a contender for the playoffs. The Vancouver Canucks travel to Dallas to take on the Stars. Both teams are still alive and well in the wild card hunt as they're trying to gun down the Golden Knights. Who do y'all got? I'll, t- uh, uh, I'll take it was the Knights and who else? No, the Vancouver Canucks and the Dallas Stars. Oh. I'll take me Tommy going with the Canucks. Stars. Me and Macy are both going with the Stars. Final NHL game, the Battle for Alberta. Edmonton Oilers versus the Calgary Flames. Alberta. Who do y'all got? You said the Flames and who? The Oilers. Oh. Flames for Oilers. Hmm. Did Tommy take? He hasn't picked anyone yet. I said the Oilers. Okay, Tommy oh. has the Oilers. Um, Flames or Oilers? Flames. Macy going with the top team in the Pacific Division. NBA time, Utah Jazz at the Boston Celtics. Uh, I'll go Celtics. Macy going with Boston. The Tommy going with the Jazz. I have to agree with Tommy. I'll take the Jazz. Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors at Miami Heat. Oh. Warriors, I'm assuming? You're taking the Warriors? Warriors. Tommy's also taking the Warriors. Uh, 
for me, you know what? Call it a heat check. I got the heat. They're the only team in the Eastern Conference who has clinched a playoff spot yet. Just put on your sunglasses when you were saying that. No. Oh, I thought I heard. I thought I heard CSI Miami's theme music play when you when you said that. No. Next game. Oh my god. Next game: Dallas Mavericks at the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'll take the Mavs. Uh, give me the Wolves. I will also take the Timberwolves. Milwaukee Bucks at Memphis Grizzlies. Ooh. Ooh. Is that game on hey, is that game on national television, by the way? Let me check. Uh I mean like Normal television, like your... Is it it on, like, ESPN or, like, TNT or something like that? No. Really? No. It should be a national game. That game's going to be good. No, if you live in Milwaukee or Memphis, you can probably watch that game, though. Oh, let's see. Or if you have $85. Um, I'll go Bucks. All right, Macy taking Milwaukee. Tommy? I'll take I'll take Memphis. You're a big John Morant fan. Yep. I will that also take the Grizzlies. Fantastic! That man is fantastic. And to finish us off, a game. Ooh, mystery game, mystery game. What's it gonna be? Any guesses? Uh, East. Wait, you said mystery game? Yeah. What's it gonna be? It's like, soccer. It can be. It is not soccer. There's only three games this week. God. What is it? It is NCAA basketball. Iowa State versus Miami. Out of all the games you you could have picked, you decided to pick this one. Yes, because none of us had them going this far in the Sweet 16. That is a fair point, but still, though. That's why I picked it. You said Iowa State and who? Miami. Miami. Iowa State or Miami. Iowa. She's going with the Iowa State Cyclones. Oh, I said I'm going with Miami. No, I said Iowa, or that Miami, that Macy's going with the Cyclones. Tommy's oh, going Tunnel. with the Hurricanes. It's the Battle of the Natural Disasters. Oh. Um. Huh. Give me Miami. They've actually looked... Better than Iowa State has. They have looked really good, especially when against Auburn. Yep. So I'm going to work on nine tomorrow. To review the picks for Hell this yeah. week, all of us have the Nashville Predators over the Vegas Golden Knights. That's not going to be good for the Predators. Yay! They're to lose. Let's go. That's crucial for the Predators to win that game. They have to win that game. Pretty much. Tommy's life depends on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, his dignity. Uh, me and Macy have the penguins, and Tommy has the ranges. Tommy has the Canucks. Me and Macy have the stars. Tommy has the Oilers. Me and Macy have the flames. Me and Tommy have the jazz because we like jazz. And Macy has 
Shut your mouth. And Macy has crashed <laughs> in. Macy has rashed in. Macy and Tommy have the Warriors. Macy and Tommy have the Warriors. I have the Heat. Tommy has the Mavericks. Me and Macy are going with the T-Wolves. Macy has the Bucks. Me and Tommy have the Grizzlies. Macy's going with the Iowa State Cyclones. And me and Tommy are going with the Miami Hurricanes. That was a lot there. (laughs) A lot of words. Anything you would like to say before we do our song and dance? No. Not any, oh. Either oh. of you? Anything? No. Alright, Tommy, plug oh, your show that I you... Just... Oh, okay, go ahead, Macy. Um, I would like to say PewDiePie sucks at playing Resident Evil Village. Okay. Okay. Oh. Sorry, PewDiePie, but... Tommy, sell me on the podcast that you just did by yourself and explain why you're doing it by yourself. Uh, uh, work-related reasons for Brock, but, uh, may I ask, will you be available this week for Wayne? Because we have a lot this next week. And by a lot, we mean we have two days of WrestleMania. Uh, Ring of Honor has their Supercard show on April 1st. Wrestling, a lot of wrestling on the weekend. Like, a lot. Oh, yeah? A lot of wrestling. Hmm. All right, then. Uh, I do not know. Well. I do not know. take the join. Go ahead. Uh, we shall see. Probably not, though. Uh, but tell the people at home what you did this past week. Well, I did the usual song and dance that we do, and as I covered the wrestling news and reviewed an episode of Superstars, I believe I reviewed the November 4th episode of the year 2009. The November November 5th. November 5th. I don't remember what day it was. You said September 4th. I'm like, what? I said November. Oh. I remember 4th of 2009 episode of superstars like we always do although i might not do it this this week because of the ungodly amount of wrestling that's going to be happening so yeah fair enough uh what else did you talk about uh the wrestling news other than that that's it that's pretty much what we did on wayne that's pretty much what we do on wayne cover wrestling news and watch it episode superstars all right miss macy what did you do on this past week of csp and what can we look forward to this week Oh, you know, just talked about life and existential crises and all that. But of that, uh, for this week, uh, you know what? We'll go with Florida Man because there's two different Florida Man stories, and who doesn't like Florida Man? Oh, you're not gonna. Talk- uh, huh? You're not gonna talk about the the Tesla that did a GTA stunt, basically. Oh, no, I will, but everybody knows about that. Yeah, so might as well talk about it, though. Yeah, but nobody knows about this Florida man, and I think it's pretty, I feel like it's pretty freaking smart how you cheat the system. Believe me, everyone knows about a certain Florida man story. All right. Uh, Will you be getting political this week? Um, probably 
not, because I'm not a very big political debater thing. Yeah. You know? All right. So no I politics. Like, Heard it here first. Yeah, I like to. I like to be like you know every person's opinion is their opinion, and I'm not gonna force my opinion down anyone's throat. Alrighty. So that's what you have to look forward to this week on CSP. BTT Outspoken number four will be coming out this week. We didn't do one last week because uh, things were kind of crazy, in all honesty. (laughs) So, BTT Outspoken number four, where we talk about Popeye's biscuits, um, pizza. I feel like we should do a challenge on that. I still feel like we should, like, challenge each other on who can eat the most Popeye's biscuits. I could do without drinking. Popeyes biscuits, pizza, Tommy yelling at me about not wanting to ever go to New York. Eh, forget about it. So bad. That was so bad. I know. (laughs) I was hoping if we didn't say anything, she would feel bad about herself. Brock. Just go ahead and end it. Let's end it. Where can uh, we find it? No, well, there's a few more no, quotes we have to do. I wouldn't have felt bad about myself. We had I wouldn't to... have felt bad about myself. <clears throat> I I went in there with full blown confidence on it. <laughs> and you shit the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, there will be a challenge video coming out this week between Macy Shear and Tommy Haley. So you'll take me on for my title. Uh, they do not know the challenge yet or what they'll be doing. So that is what you have to also look forward to this week. As uh, Tommy, where can you be found on Twitter? Uh, dude underscore Rex fourteen. The D and the R are always capitalized. Macy, where can you be found on Twitter? Macy underscore Sphere. Oh, also, I just noticed like today that Snapchat put in the ability for you to change your username after you know like fifteen long years of having the same cringy username. I thought you could always do that. No. Uh, I can be found at Brock Gordon ninety nine. Only the B is capitalized. Tommy Ding. got that wrong on the on this last episode of Wayne. Sorry. And then both the of you, where can be plug. where can the B card entertainment be found on Twitter? B card Y. What is capitalized on it? The B and the C. I'm a T. Oh. Macy, what's capitalized on it? The B, the Y, and the C. Yeah, the C. The C. Uh, y, C. Uh, we have so much to work on with you still. But until, uh, well, the CSP pod, CSP this week with Macy Shear. Uh, I will see all you lovely people whenever the challenge video comes out next. And uh, remember, that's an exclusive here on the YouTube channel. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave a like and a rating. You know, helps us out a little bit. Share us! Let everyone know about us! Hi, uh, Captain. And uh, I'll see you lovely people next week. You'll see these two throughout the week. 
with their various podcasts they do. Make sure you drink plenty of water. Uh, 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 stay creepy and weird people. You know, peace out, Girl Scouts. <laughs>